Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. of the 2022 offseason, Russell Wilson is headed to the Denver Broncos. Hayden, we've talked about this for over a year with the Broncos, going in with Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Javante Williams, Noah Fant, at least right now, that package of tremendous skill players is intact for a franchise quarterback to be inserted there. And it seems like for weeks, the negotiations have been going on between the Seahawks and the Broncos. It was definitely tier of Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and then complete panic for the Broncos, and they figured it out. And they needed to figure out because they're dealing with Justin Herbert and obviously Patrick Mahomes in the division. But this is a big win, I think, for both teams. I think that the Seahawks, let's get them out of the way first real quick. They needed a reset. Like this, This team, just they were in a tough cap situation. They made some bad trades recently. They haven't been drafting that well. And Russell Wilson has been just kind of just bitching around for like the last like two years about the entire organization. So yeah, the there were multiple thing- pieces of that. It was like, yeah. uh, we need to let Russ cook. Uh, yes. I, I wish I had, and he went around like a, a Super Bowl media circus a couple years ago saying like, Hey, I wish I could throw the ball more often on first and second downs yeah. last year, releasing the teams that he'd be open to that trading to. It was really bad missing time, obviously this past season. And as you meant, it, it was basically like a, a, a fissure between the two sides of Pete Carroll or Russell Wilson. And on some level, is it as simple to say this, Hayden, that the Seahawks chose Pete Carroll and John Schneider over the future of Russell Wilson? Yeah, kind of. But if Russell Wilson just told them privately, I'm not playing for the Seahawks again, then yeah. what are you going to do? So I, I think it was kind of that. I, I was a little bit surprised that Pete Carroll like just still wants to do this, but we saw him at the Combine, still filled with energy. So I guess it's just time for a reset. They're getting Drew Locke part of the deal. I'm sure it's going to be Drew Locke plus a rookie. Maybe they're going to go for like a Marcus Mariota type of, of player to kind of compete. Obviously, Drew Locke is not going to be the answer for them. He was a throw and at least get them something on their depth chart. But really, this the Seahawks team was not going to be competing with the Rams. Uh, the Cardinals roster is a little bit better, maybe. Uh, it's definitely hit and miss there. And then the 49ers actually had a plan in that same division. So this team was just kept slapping Band-Aids. They needed to reset. They got the picks. I'm sure that they're going to throw in some players as well. One of the players that we thought of that it could be was Jerry Judy. But as you can see down there, he initially tweeted out a uh, sad face on Twitter. Recently after the trade, he posted a happy face. So I'm assuming he's not being traded. We have to read the emojis um, in, the, in the new age of the football. But we got to like awesome for the NFL. These blockbuster trades are super interesting. Catching up to uh, the NBA, NBA side. I think this is good for the right. league. All right. Let's have some fun now. Let's talk about the Denver Broncos end of this. I, I mentioned that. Obviously, in their own division, they had to do something in order to keep up. You make a massive move this offseason going from an old school defensive head coach to a younger, let's say, vibrant offensive play caller in Nathaniel Hackett. 
we mentioned some of the names that now Russell Wilson is going to be surrounded by the likes of Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, who they gave a new deal. Obviously, Jerry Judy, who's missed some time over the last couple of years. You throw in Noah Fant, young running back in Javante Williams, some pretty good offensive linemen, the likes of Garrett Bowles and Dalton, uh, Dalton Reisner, um, and some defensive pieces on the opposite end of there. Patrick Sertan, who they took in the first round, Bradley Chubb, who needs to stay on the field, so on and so forth. Where's your instant thought of Russell Wilson and how he fits here? Because what we have seen with Russ is over his time in his career, he's played the game differently at the quarterback position. You know, it was a lot of circus outside of structure, a little bit of chaos. Oftentimes that works so much in his favor. He he does things that other quarterbacks cannot. I mean, those moonshots to Tyler Lockett, I will always go back to those in my memory, but that's also a style of play that puts a lot of pressure on his offensive linemen to sustain blocks. We talked about this last season. It might not age so well over and over and over again, but we saw what Nathaniel Hackett did with, you know, the likes of Aaron Rodgers. I'm excited to see what this pairing does here in Denver. Yeah, totally agree. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. I think he's downgraded a little bit, but it's a tier two quarterback with this roster is definitely uh, going to be a fun watch. I'm sure that the Super Bowl odds are going to be near top i won't say top five but not too far post uh beyond that i mean this is a really good roster obviously this division is absolutely absurd um Derek carr's probably like being like what the hell like <laughs> now what like now he's gonna be like really you got to get me out of here um but I, I do think it's just it's just the skill guys are gonna all really start to eat we might get some let russ cook again i think we actually might get it because they have so much skill talent the offensive line is at least serviceable. It's played better. It's, they've been dealing with some injuries as well. And then obviously the the brand new play caller kind of just adds a, another element to this. But obviously this arrows up for, for Russell Wilson's fantasy value. Um, I just like literally just updated my rankings today and I just moved Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton and Javante Williams down because it was clear that Aaron Rodgers wasn't coming. It's time to move all those guys back up against. And I think that the big question for a lot of people is Javante Williams. A lot of people are begging him to be a first round pick. He settled in the second round. I think that we could see some Javante Williams round one love again. I don't want to simplify this too much, but again, I believe part of the reason why Nathaniel Hackett was hired here is because of the offense that they put together in the past few years in, in green Bay, that green Bay offense was very quick. I mean, they got the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands in a lot of cases, instantly to open yeah. receivers closer to the line of scrimmage, but then also on elongated plays or when he saw single coverage down the field, he had these pinpoint, beautiful bucket throws, you know, to create big plays. Um, we know Russ can do the latter. I'm a little nervous about the former, to be honest. Now, do I think it's going to be a carbon copy of what they did in Green Bay and you want, you know, Russ to be Aaron Rodgers? No, I mean, good coaches change things based on the the talent that they have around them, but we've always talked with Russ is, Hey, the quick game stuff over the middle of the field, not always there with him. And in fact, early on this past season, when they once again, switched offensive play callers, it did feel like a couple layups and a couple deep shots. I even remember back to like the Indianapolis Colts game, go back and watch that for all you Broncos fans, tremendous stuff, vertical shots, but also some gimmies that's going to have to be accentuated even more, I think, in this situation where like maybe Jerry Judy takes those, you know, one to eight yard receptions, one to 12 yard receptions like Devontae Adams uh, specialized in 
And then we see someone like KJ Hamler emerging as a possible vertical threat a la Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I know that's super simplified. I know that's maybe taking a bit too much of where this previous play caller now, where he coached previously, but it might work. It might work. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett made Blake Bortles team uh, fifth True. in points in like 2017. So like, I'm not going to be like pessimistic here. I, I agree that some of the age concerns with Russell Wilson and how much his athleticism is going to carry over. But when you have this much skill talent, that's not the time to address that. I think that if we had the the Seahawks off offensive line and kind of like the lack of depth at the weapons, then maybe you can have that conversation right now. I think it's it's definitely arrows up. Um, how about we talk a little bit of fantasy? Is that okay with you? Yeah, let's adjust your rankings on the fly. I think that's a little fun game we could play. Bring let's figure this out. Buy me some time. Uh, where where should we be looking with Javante Williams? This is going to be um, the biggest debate on here. For sure. Right. So Javante was going around like the number 13 overall selection. We'll see where things go with Melvin Gordon because previously during combine week, which we now know Pete Carroll, John Schneider got there and just lied to everyone. Uh, well, Kind of. They said no intention of trading. I still think that Russell Wilson behind closed doors was like, you are trading me. I yeah, think that's what happened. Schefter, other people reporting that these negotiations have been going on for weeks, which I'm not going to say that like they'd get up there and tell us that. Anyways, Javante as an individual talent, I don't think people could get any higher on him. I think the only thing that could change with him is a situation becomes totally clear. And that rides on no other running backs being signed out there or added to the likes of Melvin Gordon, who was a legit talent last year. And there was a reason why it was basically 50-50 split. So again, if there's a pathway to that becoming a 70-30 split with anyone else, then Javante in around one territory makes total sense. And I think we're going to get there no matter what naturally because of this news. Yeah, he was going 14th overall in half PPR best ball. Ahead of him, Dalvin Cook's 11th overall. I think he can pass him up. And then Najee Harris is eighth overall. I think that's going to be kind of the range. I'm not sure. He he, didn't, he shouldn't go ahead of Austin Eckler after the season he had. But I think like the round one, two turns where Javante Williams is going to go. Kind of next in line is what we're going to do with the, the Seahawks wide receivers when you have uh, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Metcalf was going at or, uh, 24th overall. I think you definitely got to drop him down uh, at least a couple spots. DeAndre Hopkins going 30th overall. Keenan Allen. 31st overall. I think that's probably where he's going to slide. Maybe a full round. Same thing with Tyler Lockett. I don't think it's going to be Drew Lock. I think Drew Lock is the worst case scenario for this team. I'm hoping it's not one of these rookies, though, because if it's like Kenny Pickett mm. or something like that, like Kenny Pickett trying to throw the ball, DK Metcalf would not be good. But both of those receivers are so damn good that I don't want to drop them too far. But obviously, they were the two most efficient receivers in the last three, four years, mostly because of Russell Wilson. So a full round, maybe two rounds, I think is going to, is going to be what happens to the Seahawks guys. Yeah. I mean, those rare bucket throws that almost no one else in the NFL can make when Tyler Lockett's one of the best in the NFL at adjusting to them, they simply aren't going to be able to do that. I know that there's been some buzz and there was a picture of Pete Carroll, Lane Kiffin, Monty Kiffin, and I believe Matt Corral was the fourth person in this photo in Indianapolis just this past week. That'll pop up. We're so early on still in this draft process that I could see Malik Willis going all the way as like the number two overall selection or being now the number nine overall selection with Seattle. And these teams have no clue at this point how that's going to unfold either. It's so much different than it was even last offseason where you knew five were going to be top 20 selections. Yeah, I think Tyler Lockett, uh, Marquise Brown, Darnell Mooney, Hunter Renfro, those are guys that are being drafted in the 60s. I think that's going from like 48th down to like 60th overall. And then finally, it's, it's Jerry Judy, um, 
I, th- I think some people have some interest in, in Cortland Sutton, but Jerry Judy was going 77th overall, and this was with Aaron Rodgers kind of priced in. So I'm not sure how much higher he should go. I mean, I was looking. He was the wide receiver 72 and half PPR points per game last year. Um, I don't think that we should be completely sold that he's some elite talent, uh, even though he got drafted very high. So maybe he sneaks into like the 60s, like just straight up right now. Would you have rather have Jerry Judy or Tyler Lockett in fantasy? Because I think like they're w- really far apart right now, but that's they're going to be getting closer together next year. Jerry Judy, Tyler Lockett. It's a toss up. Like that's the right range. Like in the 60s. I, I am so in with what Jerry Judy's usage is going to be here. Again, not trying to carbon copy or try to mimic exactly what they did in Green Bay, but someone is going to lead that team in target share. And if you ask me throughout that whole roster, who has the best chance of claiming the closest to a Devontae Adams-like target share, it would be Jerry Judy. Yeah, I, I'm iffy on Jerry Judy. He's somebody in this offseason we need to – I really need to sit there and watch because the numbers have been out of control. He's been, he's hasn't been healthy. The quarterback play has been all over the place, but um, I, I don't want to like price in that. He's the next Devonte Adams. I hear um, you. Yeah. All right. Before we get out of here, we just got some final word from Jay Glazer and what the compensation is. And we'll close it here. The trade is for three players, one being drew lock and two first rounders and two second rounders and a fifth for Russell Wilson. And don't worry. The Broncos also get a fourth back. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Don't make it Noah Fant. I, I can't have Noah Fant go with Drew Lock. <laughs> we need to unlock Noah Fant. That's the guy I'm very excited for. I'm excited for it. All right. We'll have plenty more reactions just like this during free agency next week. So go smash the like, subscribe button down below. Talk to you all soon. See ya.